Uh, hello and welcome to the 45th episode of the PS Premier Podcast. Uh, as usual, I'm James Smith and I'm joined uh, by Doreen Ford. Hello, I'm Dory. I go by she, her pronouns. Um, and you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Declare192. Um, I just did the finale for my Batman Telltale series. Uh, and it was a hell, hell of a time, a lot of fun. Uh, please check out our amazing statistics at the end. Uh, highlight video coming soon. Thank you. Sebastian Cardoni. Hi, I hope, I hope you're all having a great weekend. Uh, you can follow me at LittleSeb93. And Mitchell O'Brien. Hello, I am me. You can find me on insert social media here. <laughs> yeah, the, you're Mitchell the Center insert social media here? Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. I know. Actually, it's is, a hard I'm, job. I'm, I'm actually going to search that up. Is that an actual... Probably. What you call it? Um, If you're listening to the audio version of this... We uh, have been recording these live, so uh, if you want to watch these as we record them, get a little pre-show, which uh, we just did a pre-show and we talked a little bit about Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, the uh, Netflix series, that was a lot of fun. So uh, we've also got in the chat currently, we've got Alex, we've got Eric, we've got Preston, uh, we've got Rob, and uh, we've got Chris. So uh, thank you all for joining as well. We've got 10 concurrent viewers, oh my god um damn yeah mitch i yeah uh, yes i wanted to talk to you a little bit about this game that you tweeted about and then i downloaded it oh split i think i think i know split gate yeah so you i i think i feel like i heard about this game like a year ago it's it's been around for a couple of years i think i remember um like a couple of years back, like the an early build of it, like sort of floated around. At, I think around, gee, uh, it, it's one of those um, what, what's that game development conference where like the developers all come together oh, and Con? share? Or not? Gen no, GDC. Uh, uh, GDC. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it. I feel like it started floating around then, and it was like a little indie project. I, it was. I think it like I want to say it started floating around the internet around 2018 2019 and it kind of it's it's been dropping in and out of my radar and then literally I was just browsing the PlayStation store a couple days ago and I saw it there and I'm like I forgot this was coming to console yeah so <laughs> for like, free. you tweeted like a little clip of it um, hmm. and I I thought wow that looks kind of fun so I downloaded it and got all my friends to download it and now mm. we're having a blast playing this uh, game, this free to play game. What, so what is it? I I saw okay. you. You don't you don't ever post in the in the Minmax Discord, and I saw that you posted, <laughs> and you're like, "Hey, check yeah. out this game!" And I was like, "Wow, there's there so goes Mitch, I guess." It's like yep. <laughs> it's, it's this weird thing. It's so janky in menus and everything. Like I yeah. was, oh, yeah. I was put off immediately by that. Then I played a game. And Absolutely, I was like, wow. Same. It's because mm. it's basically like Halo meets Portal. But like wow, the thing is, okay. it's like it's like they've borrowed elements from so many. There's like not an ounce of originality in it. They've just borrowed no. <laughs> elements from a ton of other games and stitched them together, and it just works so well. Like they've got yeah. the um, they've got like the jetpacks or movement from Call of Duty Black Ops Three. They've got mm-hmm. portals from Portal. They've got the weapons and combat straight out of Halo, just ripped yeah. straight from Halo. Uh, they've got the menus oh, I... from Fortnite. It's just. <laughs> All these different bits of yeah. different games just cobbled together. 
Yeah, it's. I think uh, what what you call. I this is this definitely feels like like a fan project that just somehow happened to like hit it really big. But I can I I can kind of vibe with it. Like like honestly, if you and like your friends got into a private lobby or something and just played it like regular Halo, like no jetpacks, no portal. It's basically regular Halo, you know. Yeah. Um, but like, see the I, thing. Yeah. The the beauty of it for me and the most fun uh, comes from the portals, right? Oh yeah. Because like the shoot the, the shooting and everything is fun on its own, but see when mm. you get like a moment where and I had this great clip, right? So they've got a game mode where you run around with a a ball and when you hold the ball you score points. So it's your team has to hold the ball as long as you possibly mm. can. So the enemy team had this ball and like the, the the one guy had the ball, two guys protecting him, right? And they were sitting at the back of the map, like shooting into the map where we were coming from. I put a portal directly behind them and <laughs> like and I shot through and killed all three of them. And it was wow. just it, You should like, send that the highlight reel. Yeah, you uh, <laughs> like you get you get clips like that, like you get moments like that so often. Oh yeah, and it's just, it's so great. It's so great. God Ted, bless. Have the you heard about this game? Because I only heard about it through future. Mitch. I've only heard it through Mitch. I never heard. About, I've never okay. even. I have, I have, Mitch, who, who? I heard nothing about this game. No idea. I I think it's like one hundred four seven games they've got on their thing. Like like it's a okay. relatively small indie studio. I think it's their first project, but. Like, I mean, as because as James said, like, I, I got into the menus as, as well, and everything's like really compressed, and there's like there's no anti aliasing at all, really. So it's just it looks very unpleasant to look at in the menus. But when you actually get into the game, it's like, okay, you know, this, you know, it looks fine. It, it's definitely not the most, you know, graphically demanding thing you'll ever play, you know, far from it. Yeah. Um, I think. Like it, it, it runs smoothly and it plays smoothly. That's that's really all you can ask for, I think. Um, well, did did yeah. you? God, what was I going to say? Um, what were you going to say? Well, you were talking about the developer. Oh yeah. Do do you know if it's like? Is it going to be a free play game or is it just free while it's in beta at the moment? The impression I got is that they want to do it free like i mean i i couldn't part of me would honestly imagine that if they started like although they have well, microtransactions so that doesn't really make sense because what were you gonna say it's free on steam but uh if you want to get the legendary edition it's twenty dollars and there's mm. and you can buy a starter pack for four dollars yeah, so yeah that's, that's yeah, what really that, grinds my right. gears right is uh games in beta offering microtransactions and, and purchases like that that feels like bad etiquette to me they did it with red dead online as well like you could in the beta for that you could buy like they were still calling it the beta but you could buy gold and stuff uh, buy currency that's the thing that i'm i feel like because i feel like at this point there's two different betas you have like the regular betas which we're all used to which are like like you know like limited time availabilities 
like for, like a few days to a week or so where you know like you have to get special like a special access code or something in to, in to get it it's literally just for a game that's coming out soon so you can test it and then there's the beta where the game's constantly available and it's you know like it's um like anyone can play it at any time really so there's no much there's no limits on when you can play it like i feel like there's there should just be a different term for that kind of beta it really should because if you're offering purchase incentives Hmm. then just take the beta tag off it just call it a full release yeah, I mean, I it's gotten even. so bad. It's gotten so bad with like video games having betas that they now have alphas, right? Like we have betas <laughs> and alphas. Now. Yeah, and it's just yeah. it's ridiculous. It sounds like we're on a fucking like uh, I don't know, like a, a men's rights activist uh, uh, subreddit with all this like betas <laughs> and alphas talk. It's awful. Oh god, no. Where are they going to go from here? There's nothing before alpha. Uh, the omega, right? Beta, no, but... alpha, omega. I feel like or I, is, wait. What, what about those Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Is, Beta isn't. Uh, but isn't 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 Omega the beginning and the end, or am I just oh, it is. getting that mixed up? But maybe we should just call the first edition the Omega because once they're done updating <laughs> it, it's still the Omega. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I think I really think they should just call this early access because that would be a lot more yeah. transparent with what it actually is, mm-hmm. because. Yeah, like, it feels you know. like that. Yeah, because when you slap on beta, it, it yeah. just immediately put paints a picture in your mind that this is unfinished. They're still actively working on it, which they are, I think. But it like once you put attached microtransactions to it, then it gets a little bit like okay, you know, because because beta implies it's inherently unfinished and like is in need of fixes. To, or something yeah. like that and then when you start charging people for it you know people rightfully what, get a little bit confused and upset what i find strange is games that are in early access for like two years like this game came out two years ago and it's still in beta this is very strange i i i think it got announced a couple of years ago and like people like no, it, says on Steam, uh, it came out may 2019 really shit oh, i didn't even know it's been out for that long i think I mean, I think early access can really help a game in in some cases. I know James is going to love this example, but I mean, Hades is a really good example of like a game mm-hmm. that really got the most out of its out of its early access. It was in early access for I think a year or something, and the devs were like actively taking input from the community. And I don't think they were charging for the game at the time, or if they were, it was a reduced price. I think I they. I think they, I think they, they would have been charging for it at a reduced price at least. Yeah, because that, that makes like more that. sense. I don't and think they I, would get that I game think after free. crossed over, but I don't remember. Either way, it was very successful, and they, they were able to. Super Giant was able to. I don't know why I'm saying they. Super Giant was able to really put in like a lot of improvements because of that. But a lot of mm-hmm. other companies, most companies to be for, to be honest, aren't like Super Giant and just use the early access as a way, as like James was saying. To, to shove microtransactions in your face uh, up early for you. Then you got games yeah. like Baldur, Baldur's Gate 3 where it's like, they give you like the first like 30 hours and then like they're just adding patches to the early access of new content. Like you might as well just make the game episodic. If you're and gonna, then it doesn't even transfer, right? You were talking about this before, yeah, it right? Doesn't Baldur's Gate 3 doesn't even, the save doesn't even transfer once it comes out of early access, which is just nonsense because this is... I, I feel like the only reason I haven't played it yet. It's the only reason. Yeah. 
I, I was I was gonna say that that decision sounds like completely bewildering to me. Like, why would you not, at the very least, reward your players for playing like you know the first thirty hours? Like, how 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 big of a slap in the face would it be to like put that much time into a game? And then once you have to go through it again for the full release, it's like, oh yeah, sorry, I have to start from scratch. Like it, yeah, it seems I... like the biggest slap in the like, face. Like there must be some reason the... for doing that though. Like I can't, th- like there... there must be some reason we're not seeing because there no... is James. It's called money. But how does that? I don't know. How does that make them more money? I don't understand. Because they get more, that... they get more buyers earlier. They get more commercials earlier. I also want no, to but point that's, out that's a, like that. I mean, oh, yeah. I, no, sorry, no, but like I, the... I know that's an argument for early access, but why? Yeah. What is the rationale behind? Um, it's probably a technical problem. Removing technical people's reason. progress when the full game releases. Oh, that I don't understand. That I. I, I feel yeah, like I feel I, like there I must be too. some reason for it that we just don't uh, understand. It's probably a technical I, reason. Yeah, I do. Then though, how many technical things? I don't know. Preston in the chat yeah. has said has brought up a couple of other examples. Divinity two and now BG three. I presume that means Big Gun three. Uh, really become great Boulders. from early access feedback. Boulder's Gate three, is. yeah. Oh, Boulder's Gate. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. BG. Uh, like Big Gun three. You know, this is dumb. Everybody loves Big Gun three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What was I gonna say? It's it. It seems like that whole. The whole early access idea is a slippery slope, as with, like, beta as well, I guess, because there's a certain point, like, what, PUBG was in beta still? Is it still in beta? I'm not even sure. For, like, years until it reaches 1.0 stage, and even then it wasn't even that big of a landmark. They're just like, okay, it's 1.0 now. I feel like Minecraft (laughs) must have kicked it off, because Minecraft, like, started out as a concept stage game. And they never probably expected it to get as big as it did. So they just sort of had to stick with this idea of this game is in alpha and beta for like years and years before mm. we actually hit 1.0. And then they hit 1.0 and it's like, okay, what's the big it's deal? It's still gone. It's, it's the same thing. I mean, um, but then uh, after that, you like that's, you know, these other games have started doing it. At least it's free. I mean, I feel Minecraft. Well, not my. I mean, in general, like these, at least a lot of these games are betas or like free to play. Like, if they're charged like oh. sixty dollars to do a free to play game, that's where I have. Yeah, I'd. I, I mean, Splitgate's one of those games where like I think I probably would pay about like ten, fifteen dollars for for it if they did start charging money for it. But mm-hmm. out, other than that, like it, it's like it, it's that fun of a game that I'd say, yeah, I'd put some money down for it. But, like, if we go back to something like Knockout City, like, a month or so back, I'm like, look, I had fun with it, but I'd probably either, like, I'd prefer it to be on Plus or something. Well, that's the thing. I, what I expect for this game, for Splitgate, it doesn't seem like it has a lot of depth. So I feel like no. um, I, I'm going to get bored of it in a few weeks. As fun, I mean, as, as, fun I, as I'm having now. Yeah. I, I found a few cool things to do with portals and stuff, but it's like, it's not, I haven't, at least I haven't encountered any players where like they've mastered the portal mechanic to the point of, you know, like absolutely being able to dominate, you know, the, the game. Like I, I had what, like a 15 kill streak on like a sniper's game mode. Um, and it, it, even then, like that wasn't using portals at all though. Like I, I didn't really utilize that feature or mechanic. So, brag. 
It's back. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that like portals aren't, at least at this point, aren't inherent to being yeah, able to like well, truly like master the. I get uh, gold kills in pretty much every match I play. So good for you. Good. I get. I get. Finally, you're gonna... I, that's not even a real thing. <laughs> uh, uh, a chat like Larian does great games. Like I just don't like what they're doing with Baldur's Gate three in terms of the early access sixty dollar thing. Yeah. I rather just. I'm waiting for the full game to come out. But they make amazing games. I'm definitely into the kind of games that Larian makes, so this isn't necessarily against Larian. It's just this one specific thing that they're doing with Baldur's Gate 3 and the specific cross-progress, or anything else. Oh, yeah, as soon as that game comes out, I'm getting that game day one chat, so for sure. like Mm. I'm excited. I'm super excited. Baldur's Gate 2 is one of the greatest games of all time, so... I'm definitely excited. Mm-hmm. If you don't, it's a Dungeons and Dragons game. So we're trying to we're trying to make sure that there's no riots in the chat. So we've got to appease our audience here. Yeah, it's okay, guys. I'm with Did them anyway. Yeah, if you have a P, if you're a PC gamer, those are your games you don't pass on. Yeah, and they're on game. Uh, and Divinity is on Game Pass and PS now. So. Yes, I've got I've got it actually. I think I've got it now on Game Pass and um, uh, Game Pass and. Uh, uh, what is it uh, live epic epic game yeah. store or whatever um and yeah i've got to get around to to that yeah. the original sin i really want to play uh pillars of eternity um baldur's gate that kind of stuff i still want to play like... um uh, uh planetscape or i always get that mixed up whatever it's called but um planetscape torment Didn't... Okay, no, it's okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I really, I really want to get, relive my middle school days and get into some RuneScape right now. Hell I was, yeah. I was very confused. I'm like, isn't, no. isn't that game like, you know, by, by today's standards, ancient? Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of ancient then too. But, but yeah, Disco yeah. Elysium made me really want to try all these different games that I never thought I would try. Yeah, um, I've got, uh, I've got uh, Disco Elysium and. Uh, Divinity 2 on uh, Steam. I bought them ages yeah. ago and I still have not played them. I need uh, to. I, they, they, they're the kinds of games and it's the kind of genre where you really just like need to like unilaterally focus on those games and like nothing. To me, yeah. anyway, on those games and nothing else because I can't see myself picking up Pillars of Eternity and being like, yeah, and I'm going to play SpongeBob on the side. I don't know why SpongeBob <laughs> came to my mind, but that's what came to my mind. Uh, I just don't think I could do that. I think I'd have to play Planetscape Torment and just Planetscape Torment. I, I don't think I could. I I know how you feel. That. That's a problem for me. Is you know I go through a lot of games, so it's hard for me to invest like hundred hours into one game. I always feel like I have to move on to something else, and you can't do mm-hmm. that with those kind of games. I have to make. I have to like make sure there's nothing around that. Like there's no games coming out. Nothing I really want. You know what I mean? Like. Planescape. I always fuck up Plane. that stupid name. I always think it's Planetscape. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate you. <laughs> that name is tormenting me. Anyway, continue, Seb. I'm sorry. No worries. I, well, I hate when games are like really close to each other. Like I re- like Ghost of Tsushima. The director's cut comes really close to Kana, and it's like I don't want to like oh. have to rush through Ghost of Tsushima again if if the save doesn't cross save if my save doesn't cross over. Yeah. I really don't want to have to rush through Ghost of Tsushima again to get the Kana. It's like I hate when they do that, but yeah hmm. i i would love it enough. when Hades, if when when hades comes to the place i i would have loved it if they had cross or something because i would i would have i know that. it sucks that you can't they did it between switch and pc so i'm not sure like what the technical hiccups are here but there's some mm-hmm. kind of issue with bringing it to ps4 maybe it's just because it's a they're introducing new mechanics or a new system or a, yeah. a ui or i don't know 
I don't know. I'm throwing out spitballs. I have no idea why Supergiant's doing it the way it's doing it. Yeah, I'm thinking about mm-hmm. getting on PlayStation, even though it's on Game Pass. Just want to, I guess, I'm, I'm supporting that. You could always do a fresh file speed run, Seb, if you really want to prove how OP you are. If I'm mad, do yeah. they have? Yeah, do they mad. actually have cross pr- cross progression across consoles, or is that they just something I made up in my PC head? And Switch, but they're not going okay. to between PC, Switch, and PlayStation. I don't know why. In Xbox. Yeah. Oh. In Xbox, right. Seems like a seems like a corporate, you know. No, they said BS they said they specifically said it was a technical reason. Really, uh, I don't know okay. why, but that's what they said. I can't imagine why, because you've got games like that, like you know, tons of games have cross cross progression. But no, I mean, oh well, I guess. Unless it's really just like somebody on PlayStation or Microsoft side saying we don't want to cross save with Nintendo or. It it, it just seems like corporate with that other corporate. That does happen sometimes, but it, it just seems like more corporate politics kind of issues. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if it was like, oh well, if we have cross progression, then people might not want to buy it on our consoles because they've already got got it saved on somewhere else. So we're just not gonna have cross progression. I don't know, something yeah. something stupid like Bravo. that. I- <laughs> Seb, I think Alex has got some really wise advice here. You just drop everything and play Ghost of Tsushima all over again, and ignore all other responsibilities, and that seems pretty failed. That's that's foolproof. You you can't. I already did that when I not came do out. it then. Am I the one that has the platinum in that game? Probably. In what game? It was a pretty manageable platinum anyway. Ghost. Ghost. Oh, yeah, I'm easy platinum. I'm Squire Tokyo. I'm busy. No, <laughs> no. That's the spooky I... one, and that's not out till 2022 now, right? It got delayed. Oh, that, yeah, that's sad. Uh, um, I, runner. I've, no. what? <laughs> no, he's just naming. I said ghost, so now he's naming all the <laughs> yeah. games that have ghosts in them. Ghostbusters. That's right. Yeah. No, there's another <laughs> they, one. They Ghostbusters. Did, they, that, that, okay. I was gonna say they had another one that came out. Um, so, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm done. You can say what you yeah. want to say. Uh, Rob, Rob is right about Supergiant, though. It did take them a while to just, just to get cross save from PC to Switch. I remember that. That was. A long few months uh, is, of waiting uh, for some folks. So Marvel, Marvel is, in the chat. Go ahead, go ahead. This is great. This is like we've got seven other hosts on this That's podcast. Right. Oh, sorry. Um, Marvel said, who's the worst boss in Bloodborne? Uh, said, Bloodborne. He, yeah, who's the worst boss? He said, No, no, no I, he, I'm, I'm saying Bloodborne. The, the the game itself is the no, worst No, 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 I'm asking Marvel. He said, while well, he's waiting for Randall oh, to join me at the oh, worst boss in Bloodborne. I'm asking were, him, I, like, who's the worst boss in Bloodborne? And um, we'll get that answer in just a minute for you. Uh, anyway, yeah, just, it's hard to talk to chat. We, we are we are reaching out to our correspondent Marvel in the chat, and we will be hearing back from him shortly. Um, um, in the meantime, yeah. though, uh, yeah, I playing Bloodborne, huh? That's cool. Mm. Good, good, good for you. Who else I, has the I, platinum I... in Bloodborne? Marvel, oh, Marvel okay. right. I got okay, the platinum in Bloodborne twice. That's Mitch's job. Bragging. Yeah. There's Mitch's job. No, that's I'm the pro gamer. That. Oh my god. I. It ain't me. I was... Unless we're playing dodgeball, and I'm the pro gamer. Oh yeah. <laughs> I um. What was, what was I gonna say? I. Oh, I had. I had something. I did. Um. Oh, one thing I I did really want to touch on is the and it's not necessarily playstation related but the steam deck that was just announced a couple days ago i am really torn on whether i want to get that or not me too but you honestly. know what i find really interesting about that the what? fact that elgato 
revealed a street a product called Stream Deck <laughs> the exact yeah, same day. I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was gonna say it, it seems like one of those like issues where like you know grandparents and 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 stuff who'd like you know. It's like oh it's like i, I want a steam deck oh we have steam deck at home and then they present <laughs> a stream deck <laughs> yeah i read that Wait, what, is, what is everybody's favorite or... what is everybody's favorite alternative name for this uh, for the steam deck because some people are like the gabe and gear uh, <laughs> that's what i called it it looked just like a game gear the gabe like, gear like the, Ga- the gabe and watch uh, some people have said gabe and watch i'm not taking credit oh for God. any of these jokes oh that's my pretty cool i feel oh like we could come up with something I'm, um, uh, I'm pretty excited for it. It's just... Uh, Gabe on the go. Sure, that just, works. Well, the most important thing to me is how it feels in my hands because I'm not... I, I didn't. I wasn't crazy about how the Switch felt in my hands. I like, When I got the Switch Lite, it was like immediately better. And hmm. this one looks like a monster. And, it, and, and, the, button layout, and the button layout is very strange because it's in the corner. I was, I was really... Off. That's my, what I'm wondering too because like it looks huge and bulky and uncomfortable in all the ways but then everyone who's everyone who's like said that like everyone who's had hands on with it have said actually it feels really nice to have in your hands well uh, yeah i'm sure people tested it you know before they they showed it you know yeah but i i mean it it's it's one of those things where like i'm curious as to whether like like it's you know it's one of those things where it's like i want to actually have it in my hands before i pledge the 700 or so dollars australian it'll cost um like it's an expensive thing you know like like and i mean (laughs) if if you look at it through the lens of like you know a proper pc it's probably not as expensive and it's a little bit more accessible but it's it's still like pretty you know expensive for what they're what they're offering in a way matt, matt parcel I mean, with, with the crowbar 5000 as an alternative thing it, it I, does look like it could open things i mean i i was gonna say the first 400 dollar model really is just feels like a kind of like a one to like ease people's minds in like instead yeah. of coming out like with the proper price models like in the 500s they're like yeah, yeah. oh yeah you know like we'll give you a 400 like it's I, yeah it, go ahead because i was going to say like the, the 400 models really only just like 64 gigabytes which like yeah you know a, a decent like which like just out yeah exactly like it just outright it just completely eliminates games like red dead 2 and gta well, i'm assuming yeah but the thing is that's right. it's only it's only at that price point just so they can compete with nintendo like just they want like a base model well, just the, the thing is pc players do not care about things being expensive PC That's players true. buy mm. graphics cards at like a grand a piece. Oh yeah, that that so... I that's another thing why I'm legitimately considering it because it's it's a way into PC gaming, and like because you know like I love Steam, it's a great service, but I just don't use it nearly half as often because it's on you know the PC and I just don't have an, one powerful enough to actually properly get into the system or the the ecosystem. But yeah, at least with that, with that, you know, like one, because I like you know game pads a lot more over mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Um, but yeah. even then, like you can still connect it up to a mouse and keyboard, put it on a monitor, put it on whatever. Like you don't even need like a, a the official dock to do yeah. that. You can just the plug thing, it in with the USB-C. The thing I'm curious about though is when the hardware gets outdated. Like, does it yeah. does it support like streaming 
via your PC or like cloud streaming? Yeah. I'm also wondering like uh, if it's going to connect to the to the Steam controller because if it does, then people won't be as worried about you know the 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 button placement, right? Because a lot of people seem to like the Steam controller, or yeah. maybe I'm wrong about that. I mean, I don't, do people still use those? I don't know. I, I thought that was all the rage, though. I think a lot of people use their Xbox controller and stuff. <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. god, James! <laughs> it's a great controller. It's a great Unless controller for racing games. It really is. It seems like everybody uses an Xbox controller. Check this out, right? See yeah. these paddles on the back? These are great for like uh, changing gear in racing games. So I can play like this is the only way I will play racing games. Why would man- you with a manual gearbox? If I'm on any other controller, I play an automatic gearbox. Why would you play manual, like driving anything? Why would you play manual? The challenge is fun. He's a hardcore racing fan. It's not really surprising. This is this yeah. is how this is how you brag to us, James. Well, here's this the thing. Here's your... the thing. Why would you? Uh, it's like. Okay, oh god, I can't try to think of an analogy. Like maybe, okay, what what would DMC right? Like when you pull off a sick combo, right? The satisfaction from that is like you're stringing together all these moves and you're you're pressing all these buttons at the right time, and it's the timing and that's the satisfaction. It's the same thing. That's why you would play on manual because you're like you the satisfaction of going around a corner, shifting gear, doing all this stuff in conjunction one after so the it's other. Like- it's, Wait, like, it's like when people play Dragon Ball Z Fighters with joysticks, or people play yeah, Mario so like, Kart with well, the joysticks. The satisfaction is like pulling it off really well. All right, all right. The only problem, the only problem that. is I can't, mm-hmm. I can't do manual in F1 2021, which is a game, yeah, that I uh, I've just picked up on PS5. Oh, and th- here's here's the thing. Uh, this is the first game, racing game that I've played on PlayStation 5 that's had the support for the DualSense controller. And which I was expecting Gran Turismo 7 to be the first game that I played with the DualSense. And it like it's a whole different experience. Like I feel like this is one of the better DualSense experiences that I've had so far. Like you can really feel the car move around in that controller uh when you're driving over like gravel and stuff. And like hitting the apex, like you really feel it, and you know it uses the adaptive triggers and stuff really well. The only problem is they've got this um, new story mode. I, I'm hmm. sure you've seen it, Breaking Point. Yeah, it's gripping. It's okay. <laughs> well done. Um, but it's like. It's, it's nice to have a story to sort of go through in one of these games. And this is my first mm. F1 game, but um, the only problem is the writing uh, and the most of the uh, character models and animations are just the worst thing ever. It's uh, like really... Why really, am like, I not surprised? <laughs> it's yeah. just so bad. And it's like, okay, fair I mean, enough. You can get off with... Uh, some of it you can like i will excuse some of it based on the fact that it's an annualized series but mm. like come on i don't like the writing can I'm... be excused i just live for the day when like one of these licensed sports titles like you know 
F1, hell, even like WWE or any one of the 15 gajillion EA sports games that are out there have like they bring on like an actual like seasoned acclaimed writer just to write for their crappy like career mode like like imagine if um like who wrote what imagine fucking neil Druckmann writing the next fifa game story mode <laughs> look that's the fifa game like, i want to see i want to know what's happening what are the stories of the fans I mean, they've in tried. that crowd NBA NBA 2K does a pretty good storyline some years. Like they, I, I they, do a lot effort, they put a lot of effort into it. Um, mm. Seb will probably agree with me on this, but the WWE SmackDown versus Raw games in the mid-2000s actually had pretty decent writing and yeah. voice acting from the actual wrestlers as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, it, it was pretty decent. Um, AEW was working with the Ukes, which did a lot of the best stuff with WWE, so I'm really hoping their story mode there will actually be good. But Yeah, yeah even Matt. Even Madden and FIFA do their own storylines too now. Like Madden, they they got like whole storylines. Like you're sitting you're sitting down watching like cutscenes of people talking in their cars and having emotional moments. And yeah, that feels like it, like the thing they're trying to uh, put into those. And I appreciate like that. I actually love that. I want. I love career mode in NBA 2K. I love yeah. that. Like I love that you work your way up from being in college and going into the pros and getting drafted and, and like and it's like you, you see your character like go from like growing up in a single mom like household and then you know helping her out and things like that it's really nice and it's, uh, it's cool in like it's yeah. cool in f1 as well um it's just what's worse than the writing in my opinion like the the writing is almost so bad that it's good in that way but what's worse mm. than the writing for me is and i'm about to take on all the last of us part two haters you want to talk about narrative dissonance how about the fact that I'm driving a Williams, which is a like a mid-tier to low-tier car, especially in the 2020 season, which is and when... Ellie Williams, right? For, and Ellie Williams? That's what it is. That's, you know, that's not actually her second name. That's not canon. Oh, is that really not canon? Okay, anyway. It's not canon. canon. It was from, like, yeah. a Japanese, like, guide for the game. Like, yeah. uh, put that in there, and then... But then they it said it wasn't canon. Anyway. Um, I'm in, like, a Williams, which, which is, like, a mid-tier to low-tier car, and I'm up at the front battling Lewis Hamilton in his Mercedes for pole position, which is amazing in itself and would never happen, especially considering we're talking about the 2020 Williams car, which is even worse than, I assume, the 2021 Williams car. But anyway, that's happening. And then I get to the end of the race, and I get to the next race, and the guys on my radio are saying, well, we've not had a great season so far, but hopefully we can pick up because that's the way the story's supposed to go. And mm. I'm like, I was just, I just won pole position off Lewis Hamilton in a Williams car. And you're telling me we've had a bad season. That's like, that's like when in Intergrade, um, where you're fighting the summon and you, it's your first time fighting the summon in Final Fantasy VII Intergrade. And uh, you, like, obviously die in the first 10 seconds because you don't know the enemy pattern at all. And the battle ends, and Chadley is like, oh, wow, it was a really close fight. It's like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't close at all. <laughs> I hate when games my ass do that. I hate when games do that where you, you're in a boss fight and you kick their ass, and then, like, in the, in the cutscene after, you get your ass kicked. Yes. Like, I was fighting I was this guy the whole – I was beating his I, ass the whole fight. I, and, and the worst thing is, look, I love Kingdom Hearts, but the worst thing is when you just fucking took down 14 fucking bars of health and the fucking boss goes, well, that stung a little bit, I guess. <laughs> it's like, what? But I put 
did all that work? Sephiroth <laughs> literally does that in Kingdom Hearts 2, and it's the worst. He's like, I admit you're tr you're very skilled. I'm like, I just kicked your ass. Excuse me? <laughs> anyway. Sephiroth's so always I, getting I slashed. Like stabbed. He's That's always fine. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, chat, uh, yeah, like, what was it? Matt was saying about, uh, yeah, people are going to get the Steam Deck to stream Nintendo games. <laughs> Ironically. You can, like, I mean, something I haven't seen anyone bring up at all is the fact that you could pretty much do like playstation remote play on it as well and x cloud and everything else you i mean get, I, like, i've you seen can people get mention that. on this thing that alone yeah makes it the most powerful handheld console ever ever yeah. and the funny thing is you can play like nintendo games in like 4k 60 frames per second because yeah, exactly we have that this is our switch Pro that we, we didn't get this is this is I, I my favorite thing was the hard drive article that said uh uh, Steam comes out, or or Valve releases uh, Nintendo uh, Switch Pro before Nintendo does. Yeah, <laughs> I I mean, really, it, it's it's true. Although people should really drop the whole Switch killer thing because I don't want the Switch to be killed. We we want competition because yeah. you yeah. don't want to complain. I don't company. I don't even understand how it's a Switch it's killer audience. because there's, that's, not, there's not that much overlap. It's completely separate well, it's audience. Exactly. Handheld. That's only yeah. it's. But like, I mean, I. Because I mean, it, it feels like this is the like the the PSP or the PS Vita to Nintendo's DS or 3DS. Yeah, for sure. If yeah. that makes sense, like they're... Nintendo's not going to be hurt by this at all. That's like saying the no. new Nickelodeon Smash game is going to somehow in impact the, the uh, Smash Brothers. Like no, Smash it's not. Brothers. No, it, it's not. Because um, yeah, exactly. Like they 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 have fundamentally different goals in what they're doing. And like Nintendo doesn't care that like they they're still gonna bring out the the same like five licensed franchises for yeah. their titles every year or so you know like it's it's not gonna change anything everybody, they do like it yeah it, it's not like they're everybody's going the killer like everybody wants to kill a game or kill something like oh that's why get... that's why Killer Seven was such a big hit for Nintendo <laughs> right everybody wants to be a killer I I really <laughs> wonder what Halo. drives people to like be so insecure about their purchasing and like their like their console purchase that they go okay like my console is this so therefore it's better than yours like just just enjoy the games is it is it that hard like why do you need to people have... yeah it's just human nature people want to be on a side and they feel like i'm on team playstation or team xbox or team steam or yeah exactly right it's like, people like she, she people like name their stuff. podcast after like which console they prefer to talk about well, this is ridiculous who would do that uh, yeah I don't know. and then you know in the same podcast we talk about everything but playstation yeah, that's right <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah but uh so let me let me tie it into playstation do you guys do you guys want another handheld from sony or do you think they should just totally sony give sucks up? at handheld sony the vr care. whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa. should rot in hell PSP Whoa. was amazing, so let's not get crazy. I PSP never, had, I, I never had a PSP. I forgot. Wow. You, I forgot you were like ten. I, 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 I really, because with like with the with the Steam Deck coming out, I don't think I'll really ever like outside maybe certain like Nintendo and the Switch Lite or whatever for like certain exclusives. I really don't see the need for a PlayStation handheld. And I don't think I don't think Sony do either. Like they're going fine enough with the PlayStation Five. Like they're selling out of you know console stock as is. I don't think they want another you know situation where it's just supply and demand 
for consoles 24 7 yeah uh, yeah I, I i honestly i don't see playstation doing another handheld like not to mention they've got they've got the playstation vr2 coming out already like that's their side console i guess you yeah. could say well, here's the thing i think the f- cloud gaming is the future uh, alex said i'd be more interested in a handheld from microsoft that ran on xcloud well, xcloud is really yeah. cool. like i can play all uh, like gears of war on my mac now but like it's still their latency is really bad still i've noticed a lot of people are having the same problems we're not there yet i think stadia has done that the best so far oh runs really well it's just had it just had no games and no one's gonna buy Look, it. my 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 respect for stadia went up immensely when it Whoa. became re- like arguably the most viable place to play cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> <laughs> i laughed so hard when i when i heard that news i was like are you goddamn kidding me this is the future that we live in stadia <laughs> but, is the most viable place to play cyberpunk but what, what i'm Literally. saying though is in the future, if cloud gaming becomes what it's going to be, I think it's going to be quite good in the future, especially when the internet hmm. keeps up. Especially in America, where our internet gets, well, I'd hope will be better in the future. Well, Netflix becomes Netflix is even getting into games now, apparently. Yeah, yeah, so you could you could play like a stream game, like a like a game streaming on your phone, or like Sony could make like a ta- like a handheld kind of thing where you don't need to put like hardware really into it. You just need where it can stream games and run it really well what, what was it like That's... netflix have hired some guy to be like their executive on games but he's like this games guy i can't remember who he is or what his oh. experience is he's a games guy that's all i know i mean but, i hope he's a games guy that'd be yeah. really weird if they got like steven but spielberg it, to, it, to head up the games it seems, like they're gonna, it seems like they're gonna start offering <laughs> games on netflix for no additional cost it seems i mean it's I not don't... that it's not that unheard of. I mean, they have had video games on Netflix before, where um, I mean, I mean kind video of, right? games like, is done... debatable. I... Not video games, but like interactive movies. I guess yeah. I'd say you know, like the stuff that they've had. Uh, you know, the VM. Uh, I guess they had the Minecraft Story Mode. Minecraft right? Story Mode, yeah. Yeah, but they, like they, and that they've actually, got um, the Bandersnatch. Like yeah, yeah, Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch well. That's what I was thinking about. Yep. They yeah, put that on Netflix. Yeah. They did put that on Netflix. I played that. Yeah, on yeah, that is. But also, those like that's a different ballpark. You know, those don't have those don't require moment to moment like perfect latency. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's just you need you need you need when when it can run games like Halo like perfectly like where you don't even realize you're playing on a cloud service. That's when it's gonna take off. But we're just yeah. not there yet. Uh, cause like those, like those kind of games where you pick a choice and the story game are very gimmicky and a lot of people don't really like that. So I we're did. not there yet, but that's I what I want to talk about. A... Oops, sorry. Go ahead. Um, so where, where I think PlayStation's falling behind is like more than anything, not the services, or no kind of services, but it's more so cause of the streaming cloud. They're just way behind on that. Uh, yeah. I beat them to the punch on it. and. Sony needs. I, I'm sure internally, Sony's like discussing how they're going to. I mean, handle that. I, again, I, I think I made this. with Amazon a, a while back. Sony's essentially like the Apple of the gaming world, where, like, uh, say if like, well, like uh, Microsoft. Yeah, well, well, kind of, but like, so like, because Apple and Sony pride themselves on having their, you know, they're really their aesthetic, their, you know, premium titles or products. 
and they also find themselves more often than not falling behind like by years at a time on like big revolutionary features that at, like at that point have just become commonplace and then when they finally have their version of it they hopefully they do it you know at a well enough quality to the point where you know like everyone's like oh wow this blows me away and it's like blows it out of the water i the op anyways this is all to say the optimist in me is saying that sony is working on you know better streaming capabilities or something relating to they're streaming. trying they're trying but like it they i mean as you said they're falling behind maybe yeah, i think they tried to work with amazon and then and it fell apart or something like that yeah they try it i know they're trying they they just need a they just need a update what's it called ps now really and just make it a like a lot more and like i mean i it's kind of a fundamental problem with the playstation 4 and the playstation 5 as well though because they supposedly can't run ps1 to 3 games which seems just like a software thing with the emulator but I mean, yeah, well, if, if you figure out the cloud, you can run those games, and how the, it doesn't the hardware doesn't matter. Hmm. I think it's like I, I mean, not to mention that, like it, again, it's not PS Now isn't even available in Australia, so I, I don't have access to any of it. Okay, so I, I know, know, like mythologically speaking, Zeus sucks as a person slash character, but they should name like PlayStation have should have a service called Zeus. Uh, that runs on the cloud um, because Zeus with the lightning. And anyway, it's actually cool name. I'll be, I'll Jesus be Christ. Actually, like no, not Jesus Christ. Zeus. It's a little <laughs> different. Different mythology. They were like you know polytheistic, not monotheistic. It's a whole thing. Anyway, uh, it's shit together. I, I, okay, I but how, how does about... how does oh, Zeus relate to Sony? No, he, what? She, she oh, said was, the uh, name uh, of it should be yeah. Zeus. Well, yeah, I know, but it. It's yeah. Sony's thing, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah, it, there has to be a link to Sony other than, like, it can't just be a link to the cloud. God of War. God of War. Yeah, because, there you go. God of War. There you we go. Call it, call <laughs> there we Ragnarok, go. Like, you're calling okay, everything Ragnarok. They need to establish Zeus as a character in the God of War <laughs> universe. Oh, first. That's a cool name. They, they just, have. How did the copyright or anything? Well, you never, yeah, I haven't seen him. Have you? Not Wait. lately. Zeus. I mean, he's in, not around uh, much. You know, we tried to get him on. This conversation week, took a turn. Wait, to. hold on. Is <laughs> who am I thinking of? Which which god am I thinking of? Is Thor? Is, You're thinking is Zeus Thor. Greek or Norse? No, is Zeus Greek or Norse? Are you really he's asking Greek. that? He's Are you Norse. really asking? Greek. That? No, he's Greek. He's Greek. Did you play? Hades? Yeah. Oh, yes. He is in God of War. Because... That's what I'm saying. That's why I was okay. confused. Wait, I'm like, wait, am I two and three? What the hell, James? Oh my god. I was thinking <laughs> of. Uh... How do you not know? Zeus I was thinking is Greek? of. I was thinking and of. How do you not remember Zeus and? God of War, like it's like he's like it's the iconic. main villain. He's like the he's main villain of the trilogy. Yeah. I was thinking of Odin. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, uh, okay. I get them confused. Okay. They're I mean, very big, similar. White, big bearded I mean, men who are arrogant pricks, you know. I mean, look, one's and an, one's Anthony Hopkins, and the other one is probably also Anthony Hopkins in a role <laughs> I forgot is done. But you know, yeah, it's a real Odin. Dumbledore situation, right? Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to go back to something that uh, Seb said earlier about choice based games because I've been playing this little game called. That's Backbone. a choice. Um, oh. I, I just, yeah, yeah, I want to hear about that. Um, what did so, you think? Yeah, so I've been playing this game called Backbone. It's one where you make choices, and I've seen and, shots of that. 
Yeah, so it's got really pretty style when you go into cutscenes. It's a very striking art style, but everything else is like 8, 16-bit or 24-bit, whatever whatever it is. It's a very uh, old-school style otherwise. Um, so you basically play uh, this detective named Howard. He's a raccoon. Um, you know, think Black Sad yeah. or, uh, you know, uh, Wolf Among Us or whatever. Um, and, you know, you're, you're basically trying to investigate uh, this really messed up crime that you uh, come across by accident during a normal case. Uh, and it leads, like all noir things do, you know, to the system, to the root of the city, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so it becomes this much bigger story about corruption and power and um, hierarchy and stuff. I've gotten to the last hour. It's a very short game. It's like four or five hours. So it's not a long game. Uh, you can get it on Game Pass. Um, it's on the Switch, too, I think. It's on a couple of different platforms right now. The Switch, it's definitely too? on Game Pass. That's Sorry, where I've been playing sure. it. Um, oh what did you say? I said the Switch, Switch 2. Switch 2. Switch 2, very good. Um, and, um, I don't think it's on Switch yet. Okay. It's coming to consoles eventually. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah I've, I've, I've been really enjoying it. There's not... A lot of people were complaining because there's a prologue that came out um, about a year ago. And it was very... It seemed very dialogue-heavy and choice-heavy. Um, which is why I brought it up earlier. And it seemed like, you know, it was going to affect, like, the... the and there were puzzles and stuff. That's what people really like. They like the little puzzles and the sneaking sections. And then the rest of the game doesn't have almost any of that. It's a complete switch. And so a lot of people... Haha. Um, so people <laughs> felt... Um, people felt very cheated. Uh, that was unintentional. Uh, people felt very cheated in the comment... Or in the, like, reviews on Steam and stuff. I, I like it. I'm, like... Uh, like I said, I'm up to, like, the last hour. It's supposed to get really weird. Unfortunately, the devs are very new. This is their first game that they've made for consoles. They're, um, you know, they, they haven't really optimized it for running on PC. And so mine keeps crashing. So I have to wait for a patch to come out. I tried for hours to get this thing to work to no avail. Um, but yeah, a lot of people sour on, seem to sour on this game in the later sour section. On. But I, I've been liking it. It's It's fine. Yeah. Is it was it crashing because of like Xbox or was it like it a, seems was, to be an crash Unreal Engine issue? It seems okay. to be an Unreal Engine issue. Um, it it says like UE4 detective game has crashed. Blah blah blah. Hanging yeah. error. Something like that. No, it reminds me of those like '90s point and click games like Monkey yeah. Island and stuff. Do you have to like play those kind of games? Like, do you have to have like a nostalgia for it to like those kind of games? Like, I don't to, like, think that so. Game? This is not particularly a hard game. It's very linear. I think that's also what people don't like about it. Again, I don't mind that, but I understand why mm -hmm. people are frustrated with it. It's very linear, and it's yeah. almost always incredibly obvious what you have to do. Yeah. It's it just talk to people, talk to people, talk to people, stuff happens, talk to people, stuff happens. And sometimes you'll get different flavor text, but the core plot of the, the game never changes. Um, you're If you're going to get mugged, you're always going to get mugged. If you're going to get disliked by a person, you're probably always going to get disliked by a person just with different text. Yeah. Is there a lot of like dialogue? Like a lot? Like is it like oxygen no, free? We're not talking disco Elysium. Like I said, No, 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 but is it like is it like oxen free or uh after party or something like that? I haven't played either of those though. I want to. Um you know I'm talking it's, about though? It, it's a, yeah, I do. It's a decent amount and you can scroll up, which is great. Um probably took inspiration from disco or other games before it. Um and it, but it's not a ton, it's not overwhelming. It's very casual conversations. There's not there is some philosophical waxing. But it feels very surface level compared to other games like Disco Elysium. Um, it, it this definitely feels partly like someone was trying to write a very moody, edgy game and kind of just read like a philosophy one on one book, and I was like, "That'll do." Um, it and it's not bad by any means, but it definitely doesn't come off as gritty or edgy as it wants to. And I don't think it's like 
offensively bad. I think it's a generally a very compassionate game that tries to care about the people who are marginalized in society. It just doesn't necessarily do it as well as I think it wants to. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. Howard's a cool character. It's a it's a fun game. Uh, I don't know if I'd recommend getting on PC or Game Pass right now because on I tried it on a laptop. I even went as far as to get out an old laptop and because it had because um, what they what the devs were telling me because I've been in contact with devs is that um, basically the game cannot the game is like underperforming for the PC or like it can't handle how good the PC is or something weird like that. And um, it'll basically just like crash because it doesn't know what to do. Um, so mm-hmm. I tried a, uh, I tried one of my laptops, my older ones with worse settings. It just didn't even load. It just it didn't even start up. I click double clicked it a million times and it just doesn't. So it's a bit of a mess right now. I'd I'd probably recommend waiting for a patch before playing on G- Game Pass because you can't really beat the game as it is. At least in my experience on my PC, I've got a great like a uh, gaming PC right now. I I play Yakuza Zero on like the highest settings and. I played Wolfenstein on the highest settings, no problem at all. So it's not a problem with my PC. It's a problem with the devs and how they set up this game. So that's definitely the biggest drawback, I'd say. The game's very linear, so if you like your choices actually mattering in terms of, like, the plot, then you're probably better off playing something else. But, yeah. Yeah, I love point-and-click games, so I'm definitely going to check this out. It, and like I said, it's it's very simple. It's 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 always, almost always very clear where you're supposed to go. I only had to look up a guide maybe once or twice in, in the whole four or five hours I've done so far, um, but yeah, it's Backbone. It's it's pretty cool. Um, I I oh I love the soundtrack. The soundtrack's great, and the cutscenes have a. If you don't watch anything, just check out the um, the way cutscenes work. You could look up like Backbone cutscenes or something. It's the art style is terrific. Did I don't you, know. Um, who, who did you say it's on Game Pass? Yeah. It's on Game Pass, and it's on a couple other places too. I don't remember. What so, places? It's on Steam for sure. Would you Steam say it's Would you say it's the backbone of Game Pass? So who's got that next topic? <laughs> but uh, it's got, it is coming Sorry. to PlayStation eventually. Yes. So. Yeah, they they have Hopefully plans they for it, it by, to be released yeah. in 2021 for PlayStation and other consoles. Where I'm hoping it'll run better, but yeah, I want to finish it really badly. It's supposed to get really weird. It already has gotten really weird in the last two hours and it's supposed to get even weirder in the last hour so i want to know desperately what happens people are very split on it most people don't like it um but i want to know what's going on because i've liked this game for the most part it's not like terrific or anything but it's it's pretty good yeah i Um, I love i definitely love the concept of like like zootopia but like in a noir style yes i really like that idea i'm a big sucker for noir stuff so these games are always like interesting to me you should really play la noir noir when you get the chance Press I still, I've never played that. It's a big blind spot for me. What? What is? Oh, Eleanor. Really? Did you mention you play it? Uh no. Jeez, it's like wow. I just all I remember is they the big mark. All I remember is the big marketing for it, um, where with the facial animations, which is outdated, even like a year yeah. later. <laughs> like that's like <laughs> that's like standard now, right? Like, but I kind of like yeah. game. I, but I like the gameplay of like finding the clues and it was like it was like legit playing like a legit like law and order episode it was like in I, the, um, 30s. It was really the, the the impression i got from it though is that the open world was really just hollow like it, it's really oh, it was, just it was gta it was gta yeah it's, it so they actually no did have side activities or oh yeah it was like bank heist and stuff it was like open world it was like mafia really mm-hmm. oh I, i've just heard no one mention anything about it so i got the impression that it's like um 
what you call that it's literally it's literally just a bunch of empty like streets with no activities I mean, just it's not the most exciting from open a world, but it looks like this is like a gta game in the 30s the, the problem VR, with, yeah the, the, it's in vr the people the problem that people have with that game is the story midway through the story cole's a really mm. cool character and they just totally butcher his whole story and make him like unredeemable for absolutely no reason and and they just ruin the character completely that's a pissed a lot pissed a lot of people off you look mm. at like you go like watch mojo and look at like top 10 disappointing storylines or whatever that game always comes up because a lot of and people you can are, you can tell like, they're pissed off because they have advanced facial animations <laughs> you should check it out though i uh it's pretty accessible it's pretty cheap I, i've seen it on steam for like five dollars four dollars it's worth the play it's worth trying it out uh yeah. but they went bankrupt because of that game so wait who made it rest in peace uh forgetting hold on let me look it up because i know it was, was it just published by rockstar team bondi oh okay they, they're from australia Oh, so you must they know, are. Rich. They went bankrupt in 2011. They're, they're, they're my neighbors, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're in Sydney. They're, 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 actually, they're actually the titular neighbor in Hello Neighbor, so that's that's pretty oh wild trivia right there. Uh, yeah, they, they totally went bankrupt because I came. Wow, was it, was it really expensive because of a certain technology, or did it Yeah, the facial technology was so expensive, and it just didn't sell as, to make up for it. So even even though rocks are it didn't it just they couldn't didn't see the point um, of keeping. Didn't Microsoft mm. just or was it some some company just bought the company that does like facial capture for high profile games? Was that Sony or was that Microsoft? Um, not sure. Let me look look it up. I can't believe it, but Eric is confirming he's a furry in the chat by uh, admitting that he likes mm -hmm. Beastars. Obviously, that makes him a furry, so... Oh, Beastars is good. I gotta watch season I was, uh, Yeah, I was gonna say, I need, I need to watch that, that show at some point. I think I really watch this. Yeah. The, the opening of the first season was so fun. I think I the most interesting part of Eric's message is the fact that he uh, misspelled it Breast Stars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eric's been looking at certain part of uh, certain part of uh, the Beast. <laughs> Oh god! You know what stars is? It's like when, uh, when, he, when when he was a when he was a kid, Eric was watching Space Jam very closely, and that's all I'll say. Well, uh, Lola mm. Bunny. I mean, never mind. Um, speaking of Space Jam, I gotta watch the new movie. I'm gonna do that later. I heard it's it it awful. It's I know. Awful. It's, 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 if it's a good kind of awful, I like. Well, I, I heard it's just look, a, a two-hour billboard. Yeah, I mean, the first Space I was gonna say I've seen it. It's it, it's fine. It, it's very corporate. Like it, it's out. I wish I had like, a dime for every time I heard Mitch say it's fine in a very defeated <laughs> way. Like he knows it's bad, but like he's just like, yeah, it's whatever. You it's, know, look, it's, it's, the 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 really the only time I actually laughed was when, I mean, spoil it. When a, just say it. Fuck it. When Rick and Morty oh, show up out of nowhere. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I haven't watched it yet. Hold up. Ugh. I don't, I don't want to know the Rick and Morty. Sorry, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you should have stopped me. You should have stopped me. I didn't know anybody cared. You did everything the Dory says. Really care about space you just spoiled the movie. If Dory told you to jump off a bridge, would you I, do it? Come on, Mitch. I mean, the first I mean, no. The, the first, the first Space Jam is literally just a is one of the best documentaries of all time. I mean. It literally shows you the light of Michael Jordan. Like it, it really it, is. It really is just the prequel to the Last Dance. This I mean, it really was. 
It's the best documentary. No, no, this, the, this movie doesn't have doesn't have like it basically has none of the same charm that the first movie does, and it, this movie is gonna get dated instantly. Like um, there are so many references in this Al- to the Alex point where it's like I this is chaos. But buddy, I got bad news for you. I learned by watching <laughs> you on the is Telltale there... streams. <laughs> is Bill Murray in this movie? I hope not. That he, that you he... just said he did <laughs> spoiler. So that's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> so saying a yes. Um, actually saying yes. You, missed, um, you did say something about um, E3. Oh yeah, so um, oh, E3 really? oh, is a... oh no, E3 is <laughs> which is why I'm saying it's, it's gonna age really poorly. E3 is a key plot point in this movie, or oh, sorry, the, the E3 plot point. That's already the, the coding camp. That's, <laughs> That's what I said. That's exactly what I said. It's it's an E3 coding camp, and um, the the LeBron's son in the movie. Um, really wants to go to it, and like that's his and that that's his basically his character arc. It's like I really want to go to E3 coding camp, but I but oh my dad wants me to go to basketball camp. <laughs> that's that's why yeah. are the, why are there camps uh, for these things? Is what is it? Wait, who goes to camp still? Is it is that a thing? <laughs> what is a camp? Do I mean, it, it, you said basketball you sure camp. Or camp? Do it in 2021 or 2020. You said, you, said, you said basketball camp or camp. No, like like basketball camp. Basketball camp is yeah. like is like is like when they teach kids how to play basketball. Like that's yeah, that's, that, popular. that's that's really that's... big. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but, so it's like kids, but... it's like E three coding camp <clears throat> versus basketball camp. But gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it. I mean, you, you mentioned the soundtrack. It it doesn't really okay. have that many. Uh, I no, I I, so I, I, I can't. It, so, I can't I remember any of the songs. <laughs> the first soundtrack is like phenomenal. Like it's one of the yeah. best soundtracks of all time. So I, I can't on, even Mitch. remember the new rendition of the Space Jam song they have. Yeah. Can I get this straight? The whole plot of the movie is that LeBron James wants his son to be a famous basketball star, but he wants to go off and be a fucking nerd <laughs> instead. Yes. yes. Which, which is weird because his real uh, son plays basketball and he's like a star. And, that's yeah, the but... that's the thing. I'm like. It's blindingly obvious that this, like these kids, aren't LeBron's real kids. Yeah, or at at least the the main one. So, or his real wife. His real son is. So I'm just like his real son's like six, 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 seven. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm like, how awkward is this for LeBron and his family to watch? Like, who are these people? This isn't my beautiful wife. This is not my normal everyday house. How did I get here? (laughs) Literally, like. Like, um, like what you call it? Like, just imagine like looking at this. Like, what would that just not entirely like ruin the movie for like LeBron's family? It's just like, who are these people? <laughs> now tell me one thing, do uh, basketball Honey, players? I'm sorry, I had to, I had to sleep with the actress. I had to make it, you know, really realistic. You know, what, what do I, what can I say? Do uh, Warner <laughs> Brothers demanded it. Do basketball right. players contract? Do basketball players lose their talent in this game, in this movie too? You can send me that. I I don't think I, I think really the only real basketball player in this movie is LeBron James. Okay. Like the rest yeah. are just the, 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 the rest are just back in the first one. Seb, the the, the only people who lost I, okay. their talent during this movie are the writers. Hey oh <laughs> I never had any to begin with. Oh um, I, I will say though, there is there is one really, really fun cameo 
that they they kind of i'm not even going to say what they do with it but there's a really fun well, cameo that isn't us. rick and morty oh, it's okay. <laughs> okay it it's it's an actor or it's someone that comes in that yeah, like you, you, you'll know it when you see it. it it's a really Seinfeld. big moment in the movie. But <laughs> what? Are, are there any? Are there any monster raps? Eric, Eric has to know. Are there any monster raps here? Okay. No. <laughs> there is a rap by um Porky Pig. Uh, it's Porky Pig, right? I've seen. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, it, uh, it's in the that. trailers. Why would they um, do that? It's. I mean, to, to be to be honest, Did they. You just ask if it's Porky Pig. Is it? Old. I know, I know, I know. I haven't seen the Looney Tunes in ages. Um, <laughs> who? All I know is Big Chungus. What? <laughs> Big Chungus. <laughs> uh, he he he, he appears in the movie. He appears in. The oh movie. my god! Uh, he is. Oh no! <laughs> right, right, well, the movie? I would have. I would have laughed at that because I love that uh, movie. Oh my god! It's. I mean, look. They, there's a. There's a lot of. There's a montage that happens in Act Two, which is probably the funnest part of the movie, which I definitely won't spoil. I'm just saying. Give me like a summary of the whole movie. Like, last so, night, okay. So, it, you know? He just said so it's a montage. Seb, it's gonna suck, dude. You're not gonna care. <laughs> it's it's really not that great. I'm sorry. It's it's really. Big Chungus oh, is the only. We can we can I, move I was... on to something else if we're being. Just... The only thing, the only thing that would save that movie was the soundtrack, and then the the guy that did the soundtrack is in jail. So like. Uh, what? Uh, Kelly. So oh, like. Oh God! Yeah. There's no saving God. it. I um. There's yeah. Because he pissed away his career. I I don't know what you guys <laughs> are talking I, about. I I don't Damn. like that joke. I don't I don't like that. I dropped that joke, and I don't like you for making that joke. Oh, I really God, think we Seb, should just why? end the podcast now. Thank you. I, I, I don't mean this episode. I mean we should end the podcast. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know what you guys what are, are talking about. Say, like Big Chungus and Rick and Morty sounds like a winning combo. <laughs> That's right. So it's like a masterpiece. (laughs) Nothing nothing sums up good old toxic uh, internet than Rick and Morty and Big Chungus. Oh, God. Now we're spoiling podcasts, so we're going to be spoiling games left and right. right. So I I was really surprised when Tom Hiddleston as Loki showed up in the movie, and he he teamed up with... This is going to be... This is... This is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I was also really surprised when all the Fortnite characters showed up and they were in the, the crowd of, of the basketball. <laughs> yep, every single, in, including Batman from Fortnite. Yes. Can you believe and that? All, yep. And they were all flossing. Like the whole, the, yeah. like all, the whole character, all the characters in the movie just get together and floss. That's and right. They, they play that song. Switch. And they're really. And they oh the, no! The <laughs> oh, I just remembered. I just remembered something LeBron does in this movie. Oh, oh God. Stop spoiling the movie. Tell it to me straight, Mitch. Does he dab? Does he dab? Mitch, Mitch, Mitch can't look at the camera. Does Mitch he dab on his haters? Does he dab on his haters? <laughs> Did he, Matt? No. It's worse. Oh, do, God, do you want, me, worse, to, do you want me to say it? No, don't. I want to see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. Mitch, tell me after, or DM me. Or tell us in code. Yeah, blink sure. blink, blink yeah, if it's sure. worse than a dab. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Mitch is kidnapped, oh. and you're like, blink if it's worse than a dab. <laughs> this is a video game podcast, right? Uh, sometimes, I mean, like, yeah, it, sometimes. It's, 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 there's another video game. I mean, as I said, video games do play, like, an oh, E3 does play, like, a big role in the movie. But, like, basically... 
this movie is not going to age well at all. It's very 2021. Like the original Space Jam is timeless, pretty much. Like, like at the time, it was classic. Uh, it's still very it, 90s, but yeah, it's timeless. It's it, it's one of those movies where it's like it's very much in the time period that it came out, but it's also <laughs> like managed to sort of like not remain relevant, but like still live on after yeah. that. As much as I love the first movie, like yeah, like the CGI is horrendous and uh, yeah. it's very 90s. <laughs> style it's, it's 90s music. but like i mean i was gonna say like it's it's very 90s but like you can still watch it today and have yeah just as much enjoyment out of it james oh what's that <laughs> james <laughs> no wait, so, wait no. no that's a good question uh, mitch and james like do you, does it hold up like you would you like it as a kid or is it like too old for you guys because if you grew up in the 90s obviously yeah space jam like if you watched it 2010 i really watched space jam a few months ago i still really liked it then yeah that's what i'm oh, curious about because it's very 90s and a lot of people yeah. hated it when it came out it's more of oh, 90s you know, kids that love there it. was a really there was a really cool video from polygon about the super mario brothers uh movie and why yeah. oh, it, it was always going to fail I kind of um, like that movie. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's so I, and, bad. And a lot of people have been re-evaluating that movie. And it's like, originally, they were going to go for, like, a darker, more neo-cyberpunk thing. They still kind of did. Stu- yeah, the stu- and they did. And the studio <laughs> came in. It's like, oh, no, this is supposed to be for children. We can't do any of this. So, like, literally at the last minute, they did, like, several rewrites, uh, restructured the film. Uh, the And then the Polygon video, which I recommend, by the way, uh, points out that at that time... When the when the Mario Super Mario Brothers movie came out, I think mid eighties, early eighties, um, uh, maybe mid eighties, late eighties. Mario movie? Yeah, the Mario movie. That was like early nineties. I was like ninety one. Oh, early nineties. But yeah, at the time, like video games were still not treated very seriously, and when they were, they were largely seen through games like Mortal Kombat as a way to like you know they were. Oh, that was nineteen ninety three. What? Wow. I think I was born. <laughs> That's so much more recent than I thought it was. But anyway, like yeah, Mortal Kombat was in the news, and so a lot of people hated video games and thought they were just like a way yeah. to make kids more violent and stuff. Yeah, that's so true. It was never going to be successful. Video games didn't take off like story-wise until like the PS2 era. Or no, PS1. I was like late 90s. That's when like games started focusing on the art and the story and things like that. But like before that, games were just like arcade, you know, time wasters. Now they're like on the same level as movies and games and I mean, books and shows so i think you mean time splitters not time wasters come on (laughs) yeah so like my um i haven't seen uh space jam my only my actually only experience with looney tunes in general i think was this game i don't know if you guys ever played it it was um around the ps2 era it was where it was like a i think it was like a, a smash bros ripoff where you would play okay. as the Looney Tunes characters on like different film sets. Uh, it was actually I remember it being a lot of fun. I don't remember what it was called. I remember playing Looney Tune uh... Racing uh, for the PS One. I remember that being a lot of fun. I, I mean, like it's it's not a it's not a game, obviously, but like the Looney Tunes back in action movie that was that was like I watched that all the time as a kid. I think that I mean, has not hold up at all. No, it. I mean, I haven't watched it in years either. But it's yeah. like it's like as a kid, I enjoyed that movie. I haven't watched poor, it in like poor, you know a good five Brendan or so Frazier, years. Desperately, poor Brendan Fraser. Oh, poor Brendan Fraser, man. 
Looney Tunes was Looney Tunes wasn't really popular in the nineties really. After like Face Jam kind of just fell off. Like we're all too young for Looney Tunes in general. Like it just it, it was the peak in like the sixties, seventies. It was popular with me as a kid because of the serialized stuff on Cartoon Network. Yeah, Boomerang. And, but yeah, Boomerang and whatnot. So was Okay, so check this out, right? No, that was right. a different. It was it was called Loon's The Fight for Fame. And it was kind of it was like a Smash Bros ripoff, but in these three D environments, it was three D. Oh, is anyone excited about the Nickelodeon Smash Brothers clone? I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, like briefly, but is anyone excited about this? Excited? I wouldn't use the word excited, but I'd probably play it. I mean, I'm pretty pumped that like uh, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be able to like be a Rugrat and then just beat up Danny Phantom. Like that's pretty hype, or just like beat up Mm -hmm. like uh uh sheen or something like that you know <laughs> i like it just because you, you know. get the you get to play as nigel like that i would get That's it right. just, just oh, as smash, smash characters yeah so can I, I know we've moved on but can i just say Pause. please look up the box art for this loons the fight for fame game, it's pretty bad it's, it's fucking incredible it's it really like good. Death, like a def jam okay. game it's really nice oh my god def jam what game. the hell pretty boss. loons uh fight for what oh fight for fame i see it this looks it's like an awesome what movie. Wow. Looks like Bad Boys. It's one of those shirts. It's like one of those shirts where Bugs In the Bunny. In 90s. Yes. Yes. We all had Bugs, those. Yes. yes. Where Bugs Bunny has like got the, the gangster, gangster attire on. Yes. And he's oh like, you know, got the chains yes. and the cash. Yes. I still, I think I probably have them in storage. Yeah. That, I've seen people used to have SpongeBob like gangster shirt and sweaters. You ever see that? Uh, no. I have not seen um, that. Seen what? Sorry. You know, the same thing with SpongeBob. They would put SpongeBob on like shirts, gang- like gangsters. Yeah, yep, yep. Because SpongeBob has been around for what, nineteen ninety nine now? So it's been good lord, twelve I don't years. Think about it. I thought oh, you said two hundred for twenty two years. Twenty two years. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm old. Yeah. I remember when it premiered. I do too. I remember. I remember yeah. the Nickelodeon specials too. Um, that's a whole lot of hoopla. Alex, Alex says that the devs who made Loons the Fight for Fame uh, also made Slap Fight, which is a good Smash Bros. like game. I feel like there's there's, there's like a, a there's a lot of really good <clears throat> fighting games that you from IP you wouldn't expect. Like between that game and Sonic the Fighters, like that mm. no like these games that like no one ever played, but I mm. I played them. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of the, and Smash they're really good. Sonic the Fighters is incredible. I'm really excited to play that in again in Judgment, Lost Judgment, when oh, that comes God. out. <laughs> I used to play that oh no, Alex! About... I'm sorry, Alex oh, was yeah. talking about the Nickelodeon game. I got confused because he said the name of the Looney Tunes game before that. Yeah, My like, apologies. Um, I think Cartoon Network did something like that too, like with the. Uh, characters and like smash brothers clone i mean if you do it right you can do a legit game they just they always just kind of half-ass it though you know what i mean yeah like, I, I remember playing that digimon game that was like digimon rubble arena yeah that was like smash brothers that was clone. so i I, I loved digimon rubble arena yeah. me and my me and my cousin michael uh would play that all the time against each other it was so fun you could do the transformations yeah uh, the boss battles were fun i remember when uh 
like there were a couple of fights i would replay the story mode over and over again and that last fight is so epic and i would like sometimes i just win by the skin of my teeth and it would always like slow down when you win for you know for epic effect um and god that game was such a blast on two player oh love that yeah they actually rebooted digimon their first season like they brought it back i heard about that i don't know that people are really i don't know if people are digging it or not but yeah that's that was try right yeah no no the new one they rebooted it oh okay completely rebooted it and the animation is really good because if you watch the old one it doesn't hold it doesn't age well yeah i love it i mean i love it got an elvis impersonator i don't know how well it can really (laughs) you should the dub though like is like it's really funny it's just it's so bad it's good kind of thing like they didn't try they were just like you know what it's a saturday morning cartoon or anime we're just gonna screw it and, and, I, think, uh, I think they did like the actors ad lib at least a little bit here and there with, uh, with the script. So. Is that like is that Saturday morning cartoon thing a common thing? Because I feel like I used to watch cartoons sometimes in the morning, but like in bed, you mm-hmm. know. Is that like is that the thing? It doesn't really happen anymore. It's largely yeah, gone now. Enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah. tsunami is the closest thing. That is left of like the early to early mid two thousands Saturday morning cartoon block, and it's not even in the morning anymore unless you want to get very strict with definitions with twelve to four a.m. being the morning. Yeah, because because Saturday mornings for us used to be like Fox Kids, Kids WB. Yeah, and um, there was something else I'm forgetting. Well, I think that was it. That like I was just I was just before we started. Before we started recording here, oh, okay. I was just on Eric's podcast, and we were talking about. Um, oh, that'll be up in a day or two as well, apparently. By the way, um, so check that out. Uh, I will retweet it or something on Twitter. Um, but yeah, we were talking about like the Saturday morning cartoon thing. I like. I just remember I I used to. I Eric was saying like he thinks it's an American kind of thing, but I remember mornings when I would wake up. Uh, and watch like spongebob on nickelodeon yeah. or, and stuff it definitely Network. wasn't just an american thing it, it, it was a big phenomenon in the early mid 2000s that was pretty global i mean a jetx yeah. alone jetx was huge i watched this whole video about Jet, uh, jetx on youtube it was yeah. huge in europe it was way bigger in europe than it was in america well yeah um, Je- jetx was like i was already like a teenager i think when jetx yeah. came out Yep, right. same. And so, um, yeah, JetX had all these blocks where people could watch anime, uh, and they had morning blocks too. ABC Family did that too. Yeah, uh, Seb already mentioned Kids WB Fox. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think that I think that's their gen- that's I think that's their generation's like Saturday morning cartoons like JetX and all that. Yeah. Like ours is like because Fox Kids and all that doesn't exist anymore. Like they totally yeah, got sure. Kids WB uh, is, is, it was on UPN. That, now that's CW. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh god, the CW. Yeah, I know. That's, that's why that all the DC shows are on there because it's WB. That was my first thought. Yeah. Oh um, god. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, you, I mean, what kind of cartoons do you guys get? Like, like, like in general, did, like, did you get the same stuff as us, or did you have your own obscure like, my, like my, Scottish, I, Scottish cartoon that's only in Scotland? We didn't. Is, we didn't do cartoons. Like, we didn't. I don't think we made many cartoons. There was probably one or two. Like our, uh, my kids' TV for the most part wasn't cartoons. It was like puppets and stuff, like Teletubbies and uh, we had the, and you know uh, the Wombles la, of la. Wimbledon, uh, Wombling Free. 
Have you all heard about that Teletubbies conspiracy theory about the vaccine cards? Was that? I don't know. If excuse me. So, uh, yeah, I, I know they, we're going off the rails on this podcast at this point, but I just want to point out that there were like dates on the Teletubbies uh, vaccine vaccination cards that they posted on Twitter. The official Teletubbies. Twitter yeah, they were. Posted, they were. You're looking confused, but sorry, yeah. we should clarify. The they posted a tweet with some vaccination cards saying the Teletubbies have been vaccinated. Oh, I saw that. Forever. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, and so <laughs> some of the dates I guess don't m- match up, or some of their birth dates are like raising concerns or concerns. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember all the details, but it's just very funny. There's just details of that card that just don't make any sense. Uh, and uh, I, I just thought I it just came to my head. I thought that was very now, funny. Here's a fun fact. Do you remember that show, uh, Big Comfy Couch? I don't. Uh, Dory. I am on a big comfy couch right now, though. Yeah, there's a show, Big Comfy Couch. You probably do. She had, like, a big red nose and stuff. That's the voice actress of Claire. She was, oh, really? Yeah. That's so weird. I know you, what you're talking about. You look it up, you'll know. If you look it up, you'll know mm-hmm. what show I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty wild. Like, that, that, that's the real voice actor, Claire, before they replaced her for whatever reason. I don't know why. It's so, weird, see, it's so weird seeing, like, video game voice actors in other stuff. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like I was watching. I told you guys I was watching the Marvel stuff again. Ashley Johnson was in Avengers. She mm. had like a pretty big role in that. Yeah, she's the waitress. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say a big role, but she had like a. a I mean, for I mean, like, like I, for so someone yeah, who like does a... video game voice acting. I, I thought hmm. I've been watching Critical Role lately. I've been watching their newest campaign, Exandria Unlimited, mm-hmm. and it's so weird seeing Ashley Johnson like and and sometimes like my mind will do this thing where it's like like oh my god like that's just ellie talking um yeah yeah it's just super weird and she has this distinct (laughs) voice she does for the character so i'm usually able to disconnect from that but sometimes she'll just talk normally and i'm just like it's just so weird like she's a she's such a wonderful person and player on that show she's Mm. so good um but uh it's just so weird to see her outside of the last of us part two or whatever normal context i would see her in Oh Ashley god, Johnson, apparently. happy? Oh my god! <laughs> it, uh, yeah, he's a very, I, I, a very happy, naive, friendly uh, uh, druid character. So that's also fun. fun fact. Mm-hmm. Alex says that the um, the voice of Sonic is also the narrator for uh, the wedding show, wedding reality show called "Say Yes to the Dress." Um, Jesus I'm Christ! I'm gonna say no mean... to that information, please. You mean like the <laughs> video game Sonic, or like the Sonic from the cartoon? From like uh, nine. Are they different? Like Jaleel White. I was no, well, yeah, because the voice of there's... the voice of Urkel. The Urkel was the voice of Sonic in the nineties. Because I was under the impression like it was, like, it, was like a, it was like a Mario situation where it was just one iconic guy who did it. No, so, no, no. a lot of Sonic no. voice actors. I see. You know, I've had um, I, yeah, Robert Craig the, Smith. That's what I was going. to Yeah, say. Robert Robert Craig Smith is like the been the most recent one, and then you had um, yeah. is it Jason someone who did it for like early two thousands, possibly late nineties. Uh, there's I don't know. Um, forgetting the name of the, the one in the, <laughs> the one in the early two thousands is the one I grew up with. So is that the same well, person? Might might be because because all I remember is um seeing a, a video, um where the the previous actor for Sonic was <laughs> Jesus Christ was in was in an ad about condoms or something and all all you can hear is Sonic's voice. 
<laughs> it's the most distracting thing the entire time. <laughs> and remember, kid. And, and remember, <laughs> never mind. I'm not even saying this. Never mind. No. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. Because the funny thing is, the '90s, the '90s Sonic cartoon always had like a moral Sonic message says, at the end. I was, just, I was just about yeah. to do that, and I was like, no, <laughs> that's, I'm that's, out that's what, that's what Dory was doing. Yeah. Jason yeah, Griffith. Not, yeah, Jason Griffith. That was it. Whoever, yeah, whoever's, whoever's the voice of Sonic in Adventure 2, that's the one I grew up with, and that's the Sonic voice to me. So uh, whoever not, that is. I was going to say, I'm not sure if, whether he voices um, him in Adventure 2 or not, but yeah, Alex just put into the chat Jason Griffith. I still kind of want to watch that dark and thinking. gritty Sonic. I don't remember what it's called, but the dark... Sonic Forces? No, it was the, a TV show, and I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, it was very dark. Sonic. Wait, no, wait, not, not Sonic Forces. Sonic... Um tame or something like yeah. that no the comic books are very like that too it's like post-apocalyptic yeah. it, it was based, very serious. it was based on a comic book series run if i remember yeah it wasn't that long but a lot of people really liked that show i think they had like a cliffhanger ending and it didn't actually properly end yeah i think yeah but i think i was too little for that one i think i was like three or four or whatever oh it was just called sonic the hedgehog that's why we can't remember the subtitle because it had no subtitle <laughs> yeah i do remember i know what you're talking about i just yeah that was i think i was too little for that one yeah, I I never I never watched it. I I, I remember uh, vaguely watching the more cartoon kid friendly one. In a yeah, in even somewhere. that was before me. Those were like eighties, like early nineties. Well, they they were serialized by that point, yeah. or not serialized, syndicated, syndicated. Like Ninja, um, like Ninja Turtles was like the everybody loved the first one, like from the eighties. But that, yeah. like I watched it after, like I had the VHS tapes of that. I, I had the VHS. I didn't grow up in it live. They had a Burger King. Okay, so I used to watch this episode of TMNT from uh, the 80s. That was when the Rat King was stealing some paintings from the museum. And it would always have this ad for, I think it was Burger King, right before. And I couldn't skip it, or I didn't know how. And I'd always watch it. And it was like these little figures coming to life. I don't remember. I'm going to have to like look this up and post this. But it, yeah, VHSs were so weird. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I guess we're going on a million tangents. Uh, yeah. One thing, must, one thing I miss about VHS tapes is like, like before you watch the movie, they had like all these advertisements, like all these commercials for movies and stuff, and like, and they, sometimes they do like sing along music videos. Like I, I was watching the Muppets Kokomo video. Do you, you remember that when the Muppets sang the Beach Boys? Oh God! No, look it up. It's really good. But they used to put that in like multiple movies in the beginning. Um. They used to do all like they used. It was like it was cool, like yeah. So. Do you know these? The, what like with adverts and stuff as well though? Is that what you're talking about? Like yeah, it was like, star of... it was like trailers and movies and stuff. Like that was like, like your only still... access to them. I've got DVDs in my collection here. That, yeah, like, they did the same thing with DVDs too. That have that the one that always they always had was like I don't know if you had it in America. They had that anti piracy ad. Where it's like uh, the the one that got memed, where it's like you wouldn't steal, uh, you wouldn't oh, steal a yeah. car, oh my God. you wouldn't that steal one, a handbag, yeah. yeah. You usually you just got FBI. Yeah, it's like, car. We just got an FBI I, warning usually. I like yeah. I, yeah, I would steal a car if it was as easy as pirating a movie, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta clip that. There we go. It's pretty wild how different things are. It's just like. Like like back in the day, you used to get bootleg movies. You had to, you had to get on the desk and you had to buy it from somebody, or it was a pain in the ass. Now you could just go on the website and stream it. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. 
Or you go LimeWire or FrostWire? FrostWire. I use FrostWire. I don't know. Everyone used LimeWire, so I thought FrostWire was safer. I don't know what my was. <laughs> I used LimeWire, and then it got closed down, and then I used FrostWire. I used oh, to... maybe that's why I used it, because I remember yeah. I used that. In... I thought I got my I music. May, have, may or may not have, by the way. I <laughs> used it in high but, school. So. But, now it, but now you have, like, Spotify. You get, like, a billion songs for, like, $10 a month. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I can't even imagine that, like, 15 years ago when I was, like, downloading music and putting them on discs and... Yeah, you think about it, the Pirates really won because now we just get to listen to pretty much everything for free now. So it's crazy. Yeah, I'm all, I always wonder how music company, I mean, music artists make their money because. Yeah, I think it's really con. It's it's concerts. It's merchandise. It's, it's okay. Not really. Music musicians don't make their monies any their monies. What is the same arts? <laughs> they don't make their money from uh from uh albums yeah. anymore. They they don't they yeah. don't make it from that. Gotcha. Because um, I used to when I was a kid, I used to get the Now CDs. Yes. Yeah. The CD player. I played that. I, I played still that do that too, which is weird. That's so so weird. Yeah, I I remember I played. Uh, now that's what I call music. It was in the teens at the at that time, I think. But uh, or <laughs> maybe like in the early, or maybe in the early twenties. No. I don't remember. But anyway, it was it's like five, what's it like five hundred now? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's five hundred days of now. That's what I call music. That's gonna be the next rom com <laughs> that they're gonna that they're gonna do. Um, yeah. But yeah, I remember playing on the Xbox. Who fucking listened to CDs on their Xbox? Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Who listened to Kids Bop? Because that shit was trash. I just wanted to ugh. point that out. I listened anyway. to... I'll, I'll do you one better. I listened to Radio Disney as a kid, so... I did it, but my brother did a lot. I would listen to it. And I, I hated it. Bed. My brother kept anyway, putting on James, that song. James and Mitch are thoroughly bored by this conversation. <laughs> yeah. My, so my brother kept putting on 1985. You know, Bowling yes. for Soup. Great song. That song came on every five minutes. It's like yeah. it's it's ingrained in my head. And you know what's scary? I was thinking the other day about how Nirvana could now be considered classic rock, not just Guns N' Roses or whatever. <laughs> I feel so. I know. I know. Well, I know. classic rock is more of a genre than it's not really defined by ta- you know when it was released. Oh, not <laughs> like Guns Led, N' Roses. I meant Molly like, Crew. Anyway. Led Zeppelin is classic rock. Nirvana yeah. is more. Then again, thing is, Nirvana was. Nirvana was, before, Nirvana was before me though so even then I, even Nirvana was old to me because I, I grew up yeah. in the, like mid to late 90s not I don't know what I would call Nirvana though it's kind of like what do you mean somewhere between punk rock and classic rock I don't know it's, it's grunge it's grunge oh it's grunge right of course it's grunge that's it grunge <laughs> I said that a couple times the grunge grunge was only like two to three years long and then it ended yeah, then alternative it rock replaced it yeah, because it wasn't good. Um, okay. uh, you speak for yourself, oh. there. There are exceptions, okay. Um, it's really good. Yeah, but yeah, actually, I mean, the, the British took over the '90s. Once the grunge ended, the British pop came in here. The, like, like, the, like, uh, yeah. like the Sweet Symphony. What was it called? Uh, uh, that song. Dun dun dun. Better Sweet Symphony. All those sweet. songs took over America. All the British took over. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, the UK well, is Alex, just the home like of the good 60s. music, right? Yeah, J- you uh, do. Alex, Alex you in do. the chat says, "Okay, James, let's not take back things we can't. Let's not say <laughs> things we can't take back." Really? <laughs> um, since this isn't a, a video game podcast anymore, and also I got to talk about F one. Um, did you guys see that England lost the Euros? <laughs> oh my Absolutely. god, Italia! Hey, it was cl- it that. was it was close though. Like I was sweating. Uh, England was a point up for like the entire first half. 
Yeah, I, I had a feeling that they were like, oh, I was like, it was starting to look like they were gonna win, and oh. that's all, all it takes in soccer is like one one bad bounce, and then the one goalie screws up. Like the, the the goalie like drops the ball or something, it goes through their hands or some shit. Like remember when like what that one? I remember like I think it was U.S. was playing England and like the like the goalie like messed up and the ball went like through his legs or something, and like everybody <laughs> wanted his head. Everybody yeah. like wanted to kill him or something. Soccer fans scare me. Like, yeah, they are. The, the, the football fans, fans are, are intense. Football like, fans are the worst. Like no college, offense to any football fans watching this. Like college football fans are crazy, but like soccer just goes on a different level. Like, yeah, let's they'll let's burn, not they, get into this because we're going to get into wording pretty the, soon. The I, I already smell that conversation coming up. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so. Like, uh, uh, like, uh, no. But, I don't know. Do you want to start wrapping it up or do you want to like yeah, keep I'd going? Think- I think it's a good time to wrap it up. We're uh, an hour forty-five, I, I an hour forty-two-ish. Now we we do apologize that we're not talking about video games a lot, but it's just it's the time of the time of the year there really isn't much to talk about. Yeah, really, there really is. There, there really was no news. There was like this. There's the Steam Deck, and there there was this big discussion online about the invincibility toggle and toggle and Psychonauts, and then that, and then Which, even then, I don't. I, I, I don't think I don't think there's much of a discussion about that. I, I'd say like most you know, most people would agree that okay you know like it's cool accessibility is good like it'd just really just be a derivative. But they were trending and a lot of people under their com- under their comments because I read them were like yeah. oh you guys are trash you know you're you're destroying video games yeah you know, I, I made a post like on Twitter a few days ago and it, it kind of ballooned up to like a hundred something likes and I just said like. People talk about the two same things all the time on Twitter: Xbox versus PlayStation and gatekeeping it's, games. It's, it's like all right, yeah. like Stubbs, like Captain Stubbs and I, Ryan. We got we hung out together, like in person, in case people don't know, and it was awesome. And one of the things we talked about was fucking Breath of the Wild. It just it, it doesn't matter if you're online or in person. If you're talking about video games, at some goddamn point, Breath of the Wild will come up in about whether you liked it or you didn't like it. And that's well, speaking of Breath of the Wild, I actually beat it today. Amazing! You can beat that Finally. game after four years. It took me uh, to beat it. I uh, finally beat it today. I thought it was like Minecraft, where it just doesn't end. <laughs> I mean, like it, it kind of felt that way. <laughs> oh god! It's not even thirty yet, so it's actually not that bad. Yeah, this is actually we, one of our shorter well. sets. I think we did pretty well. Yeah, yeah we, okay, just, yeah. we just went on well, the nineties rant. So. Let's uh, let's yeah. wrap it up there then, I suppose. Yeah. Um, All right. So the, the core to, um, takeaway of this podcast is to go watch Space Jam uh, and enjoy the Rick and Morty cameo. Welcome yeah, exactly. To slam. Welcome Everyone to loves the Rick and Morty. Um, right. Yeah, shout out to Alex yeah, for uh, sticking the whole way through this. Yeah, the uh, champ. Yeah, man. Uh, I would play the Space Jam theme, but we would get copyrighted. You're really wasting yeah, your we, time. We, LeBron, we, LeBron we, himself we, would come to all of our houses right. and just dunk on us. Yeah. Sorry, Mitch. What were you saying? No, I was just gonna say we'd get obliterated by the copyright. Let me find like a bootleg version. One second. <laughs> <laughs> they changed change the, change the tone. Just, just like an acoustic version sung by like some generic white guy. I, I pull out a guitar. Yeah. It's not an acoustic. <laughs> That's right. Oh, anyway, oh. here's Wonderwall. Welcome to the jam. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah if you like this um you know subscribe to our youtube channel and give this video a thumbs up if you're watching the video version that really helps us out a lot um and if you feel so inclined give us a rating on apple podcast if that's where you're listening to this if you're listening to it 
uh, and subscribe to the podcast feed if you're listening to it elsewhere um because that all that'll helps us a bunch you know this is this podcast is the one consistent part of this channel uh and i'm pretty sure we're going to be doing this on saturdays from now on uh that's the plan right for the foreseeable future foreseeable foreseeable future yeah okay yeah um so yeah thanks for uh everyone who joins us live and thanks for everyone who listened after the fact uh and we will see you uh once again next week bye bye arrivederci